Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Beef Up Front podcast. This is your host, Ryan Coyle. And tonight, I'm joined by some of our, our best players of the Stella League, joined by Commissioner Matt Bruner, uh, projected first place champion Christian Layton, and uh, top seed, one of the top seeds as well, and Connor Casey. Uh, two of these guys are off to outstanding starts to their seasons. Uh, you have a lot to live up to with this episode, though, fellas. With Chris Veneri last week, he really uh, was the star of the show and gave us one of our most viewed episodes yet. So uh, with that being said, Matt Bruner, take take the lead for this one and uh, have, a, have a good show, fellas. Thank you. Yeah, so I'm going to introduce Connor Casey and uh, Christian Layton, who are both tied for last place in our league right now. Uh, I picked them as the matchup of the week, not only because they are both 0-5, but because they are also one of the top people in our league usually. Um, Connor Casey's overall record to start the season was 31-21, and 21, which was fourth. And Christian Layton was number five over in the overall records with 29-23. and 23. So... Um, how you guys doing tonight? Doing all right. Yeah, you know, we're doing good. We're just vibing out here in Area 55. Um, you know, just trying to get ready for the week. We got Friday coming up tomorrow. So, you know, we're just vibing, getting ready to lose another game this week. So out of this matchup, who do you, which, uh, whose team do you think has the better chance? Me. And why? Um... Because my team fucking blows. His team's worse than mine. I mean, let's talk about the fact that last week my kicker, Jason Sanders, um, had 20 points, and he was my highest scoring player um, of the week. So I think that's a good indication of how my season's going so far. I don't know about you, Christian. Um, I personally think that I'm a 3-2 and two team that has just gotten completely unlucky and has become 0-5 because of this. Uh, I will walk through the reasoning. So week one, I lost by 17 points. So also in week one, Devontae Adams decided to play in his only game of the season and score 46 points. Uh, And then, along with that, John Brown was missed wide open in the back of the end zone for a touchdown that would have given me seven more points. Uh, So that would have, let's say Devontae Adams has an average game. John Brown catches that touchdown. I win easily. So that's week one. Week two... I, let's see, loading it up here. Week two, I lose by 25. Um, No really excuses here, except Peyton Barber had 27 carries against the Eagles and got one carry the next week against the Cardinals. So I don't know how that works. Uh, Week three, I lost again by 36. Um, no excuses here. These are my two losses. But I will say in this week, Steven Goskowski, the kicker for the Titans, scored 22 big points that led my team. The next closest score was 21 with Deshaun Watson. Uh, also in this week, John Brown decided to strain his calf on the first play of the game before recording a stat. So big fat zero in the lineup could have helped there. Uh, week four, which is last week, well, I guess two weeks ago at this point, uh, I lose by five points, very close five points. And I don't know if you guys remember when um, Deshaun Watson, or what's his name? John Brown caught a touchdown, clear touchdown, plays reviewed. For some reason, it gets called back to not a touchdown. He's in the end zone. 
catches the ball in the end zone, scores a touchdown, I lose by five. So that's an easy win. Somehow I lose that game. And then last week, week five, uh, my whole team's on the Titans and Bills, pretty much. So they're sitting, waiting to play on Tuesday night because the Titans can't figure out COVID. And I lose with Chase Claypool on my bench, who I would have started if all the teams had played on Sunday instead of starting Khalif Raymond because I would have known John Brown wasn't going to play on Sunday. But I left him in the lineup to see if he could play Tuesday night. And Chase Claypool goes off and scores 48 points against Nate Gary and the disgraceful Eagles defense. So I think that I'm at worst a 3-2 and two team. It's just, like I always say, fantasy football is 75% uh, luck. Agreed, yep. So as matchup of the week, I think we should go over um, each matchup, starting with the quarterbacks like we usually do. Um, so Hibbert starting Matthew Stafford against Jackson. I want kicker talk. <laughs> we'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll just get started off quick. I mean, Christian did a little rundown of his season so far. Um, but I think my team is actually, we probably should be 5-0, and but we just had a few mishaps this year. I mean, I started off hot week one, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, the 5'7 midget, the bowling ball. Um, he had 23 points uh, Thursday night football. Went into the week feeling good just to get blown out by one of my good friends, Smitty. Shout out, Smitty. Um, and then week two rolled around. Um, we had a night. We were all getting drunk with the boys. Um, made a really bad move trading Stefan Diggs and Todd Gurley for a rookie running back and Jonathan Taylor, uh, who hasn't really panned out yet. Um, but we've had some tough matchups. I mean, I went up against one leg Tyler. Um, Russell Wilson just went absolutely and then I also went up against that bootlicking son of a bitch Veneri. Um, he thinks his team's all hot shit because he's finally has a winning record for the first time in five years. Um, I mean, he's probably going to be a first round uh, loss. But other than that, I think I just have to chalk it up to COVID. You know, I mean, it's been a bad year for everybody. Uh, we're all getting affected by it. So I think that's the main reason why. I mean, I've pretty much been battling against COVID this entire season, um, and they just don't like me. So um, I, I also want to point out, COVID, you know, Connor and I have been big advocates for uh, canceling this season just because, you know, we're putting lives at risk at this point. You know, COVID's out there. It's clearly a deadly virus. We can't be risking lives like we are. Uh, we just think that at this point in the season, with as many cases as we've had, we just shouldn't even be a part of this, and we should just take our hands off so that we can't feel any blame for if anything bad happens because of this awful virus. No, and exactly. And it has absolutely nothing to do with the fact that we're both a combined 0 and 10 right now. Um, I think with just the way the world's people, 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 you know, exactly. Like, people. We got to think about all the kids, the little Hibberts in the world. Like we can't let this distract us, but you know, sometimes we just got to keep moving forward and uh, you know, We'll take this record as it is. We'll keep improving. We'll keep moving forward. We'll get better every week. Um, but other than that, I think, you know, I think we both, besides the fact if COVID wasn't happening, we'd probably be at the top of the leaderboard right now. But we won't talk about that. I didn't factor in the COVID-19 with my projections, by the way. Yeah, it's tough, you know. It's an unprecedented times. Yeah, Jonathan Taylor's been playing like he's had COVID the entire year, so 
He probably has, you know. He's probably just not telling anybody, but, you know, and we Le'Veon, won't talk about that. Le'Veon just got uh, uh, signed with the Chiefs, so now, now Clyde Edwards is kind of screwed for you now. No, I don't think that. He'll probably – Le'Veon's going to get, like, five carries a game, you know. That fat son of a bitch gained, like, 20 pounds since the Steelers, so. And he'll get hurt. He always gets hurt. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Or we'll get COVID from the blunts he's sharing with uh, LeGarrette Blunt. <laughs> All right, so should we go through the um, the matchups, or do you guys just want to talk your beef and then end it? We can so, go through the matchups. No, we'll go through the matchups. All right, so uh, Hibbert's starting Matthew Stafford against Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, Deshaun Watson is um, starting uh, starting for Knuckles, who is playing the Tennessee Titans. So for this matchup, I think I have – Stafford, just because um, he's playing the Jacksonville Jaguars, not the greatest defense. Um, so I'll give Hibbert this edge I here. mean, I would too. Deshaun Watson has been playing like the most average quarterback of all time this year. Uh, he's literally thrown one touchdown, one touchdown, two touchdowns, two touchdowns. And last week he finally threw three, but he also threw two interceptions. He's thrown an interception every game except one. He's, I didn't want him this year, but where I was stuck in the draft, I had to take him. Which isn't a horrible pick, I think, but I mean, like you said, he's not doing great this year. Yeah, don't don't forget the COVID he's, factor too. That's, yeah. That plays the a big part. COVID factor, and he's he, he honestly has played a lot of tough defenses. A lot of they have had they've been schedule fucked. All right, so for our RB one matchup, we have Jonathan Taylor versus um, Gaskin. Um, Gaskin plays the Jets this week, <laughs> and Taylor plays the Bengals for Hibbert. So, for me, I'm going to go with Gaskin, once again, playing <laughs> against um, another terrible defense, and now the terrible team uh, with the Jets. So, yeah, I'm going to go with Gaskin. Uh, Heber, what do you think here? Um, no, I think Miles Gaskin's a great player. Um, but I think this is, this is the week that Jonathan Taylor tests negative for COVID. He's going to come back strong. I'm predicting a 25-point game. Two touchdowns. Let's say 102 yards total. And, well, that's going to uh, add up to more than 25 points. <laughs> yeah, well, at least 25 points. But I think this is Jonathan Taylor's coming out game, you know? So. Miles um, Gaskin coming off his best game of the year. Um, that's all I have to say. Waiting for two a time over here in Miami for Miles to really step up. All right, so for our matchup, uh, our RB2 matchup, we have um, Clyde Edwards for Hibbert, and we have Singletary for Knuckles. Battle of the Midgets. Yeah, so here I like Clyde Edwards just because Le'Veon's not like not officially going to be playing. Um, at least I think he's not going to be playing yet. So I have Clyde Edwards winning this matchup against Singletary, who is also playing the Kansas City, City Chiefs, so. Um, I'm going to say, you never know with this guy, he sucked for me last week, but I could see him being huge in garbage time if they're getting smoked by the Chiefs, catching a lot of ch- uh, check downs from Josh Allen, or maybe a couple laterals because Josh Allen plays drunk, or maybe he'll throw it in double coverage down the field to his fullback again. So you never know with the Bills. Yeah, the Bills are, the Bills. Are bills. Um, so for our wide receiver ones, we have... Hibbert starting Odell Beckham and 
Leighton, who just picked up Brandon Cooks off the waivers this week. Um, I personally think Odell is going to have a better game against Pittsburgh just because Pittsburgh's on fire. I think Cleveland's going to need to throw the ball a lot. Um, Brandon Cooks is also playing Tennessee. So, yeah, I'm going to take uh, Beckham over Cooks here. What do you guys think? I will say if uh, if Julio can go, that's where he's going. So that's just the stopgap at the moment. Uh, Julio has been sitting marinating on my bench since I made a big deal for him a couple weeks ago. Uh, but now the, the fact that they all have COVID, maybe they play Tuesday night and it helps his hamstring heal because apparently it fell off the bone uh, since he hasn't played in three weeks. Um, so we're hoping there that Julio can go. I mean – even if he does go, you can't disregard the fact that Matt Ryan can't throw over 30 yards anymore, and that offense is putrid, so I don't think it'll help you either way. I think Odell has a great game. It's going to be a shootout. Odell's putting up 30, 30, mark my words. Take you on that, Connor. Um, for, RB, uh, for wide receiver two, um, Connor is starting Chris Godwin, who... I don't know if he's going to be back this week or not. He's questionable. And um, Leighton is starting A.J. Brown. Uh, I'm going to take A.J. Brown in this one. He's playing the Houston, who hasn't really turned up this this year. Um, and after seeing what A.J. Brown did last week against the Bills, I think this is a no-brainer pick. Um, so, yeah, I'm taking A.J. Brown. A.J. is my guy. He's a full-time team knuckles since he's entered the NFL. Yeah, I mean, Chris Godwin, he's a new addition to Team Hibbert. Um, traded, who did I trade for him? I traded Hollywood Brown and Jarek McKinnon for Godwin. Um, at this point, I was 0-4. Uh, it's basically time to blow up the team. Uh, but I still think I have a shot to make playoffs. I think we both do. Um, the league's pretty shitty this year. Uh, a lot of shitty teams, a lot of shitty owners. So... I think the winner of this game is actually probably going to make a run. I'm excited to see who's going to pull it out. Our next matchup is the tight ends. We got in, uh, Connor's tight end is first, and Wade's tight end who is great. Um, I'm going to pick first here just because. That's wet! I think he's going to get more snaps and great. Um, so, yeah, I'm going first here. What do you guys think? Um, I no think you're looking, at, you're looking at two trash cans right now. Well, so no, no offense playing if he can go. Uh, his his like hamstring that. also fell off his bone, I think. I really like the family. Oh, that's convenient. A lot of hamstrings on your team? Yeah, I don't know what's going on with that. Girl. Yeah. Are you serious? All right, our flex matchup is Preston Williams versus um, Playpool. A work meeting. Um, <laughs> I don't really know how well Claypool do after last week. Um, so I'm going to go with Williams here, who's playing the Jets defense. Um, so, yeah, I'm picking. Um, I, I feel like. Chase Claypool kind of showed that he's a player. I know he was playing against a bunch of nobodies, but watch remembering him from Notre Dame and knowing what the Steelers can do with young receivers with te- with minimal talent. This guy's just a specimen. So we'll see what he can do this week, see if he can be consistent. 
Yeah, I think with Preston Williams, you know, uh, one of my good buddies, City. Uh, he had him for a long time this year. Finally dropped him. Uh, he was finally able to go off last week. So, I think the addition of him is going to be good. Uh, a lot of my team is on a bye or hurt or just downright pathetic. So we'll see what happens. All right. So our, for our biggest matchup, since Connor's kicker went Here we go. those points, um, Connor has um, Sanders, the Dolphins kicker, and uh, Leighton has Jodakowski, who is the Titans kicker. I personally am going to pick Zedekowski here just because he's fighting Keith. You got to go, go Steven Goss. Man. So I'm picking him. Hopefully Sanders doesn't have another 15-point week like he did last week. I mean, well, what you guys have to realize is the reason – you don't score 22 points from scoring 22 touchdowns. You score 22 two points from your offense being kind of shitty. So that's why Goskowski put up 22 the other week because they got in the red zone a lot with Derrick Henry, but Tannehill wasn't playing well. Now it looks like Tannehill is playing better, and A.J. Brown's back. That offense is different. So I'd rather get the points in A.J. Brown uh, and just kick extra points with my kicker, but we'll see. I mean, that's like, in my opinion, it's kind of a bullshit excuse because the Dolphins put up 43 on the Niners last week, and Sanders was still able to pull out 20 points. Yeah, um, think about 43. Is that a regular number from touchdowns? No, they kicked a bunch of field goals. Yeah, whatever you say, man. But yeah. I, will note, I will note that Jason Sanders over the past two weeks has scored 35 points, and that's more than Taylor and Hilaire have put up the past two weeks. So <laughs> starting to hide down Sanders as my keeper next year, no promises, but see what happens. All right, so that wraps up the matchup. Um, NFL says that Hicker's going to win by seven points, 108 to 101. Um, as I picked, I picked five out of eight of the matchups to go towards Hibbert. So I also have Hibbert winning this matchup. Um, nice. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. So this will basically determine who is going to be 86 and who is going to be 105. Wait, how, how many games in the regular season? 13. So I could be eight and five and sneak in, right? You can, yes. If you went out, you would be eight and five. Yeah. All right. I'm not saying it's it's gonna happen, but I'm not saying it's not gonna happen. Definitely possible. I mean, I've seen it in the past where, especially, especially since I've been getting screwed all year. You know. I think Hibbert did it last year too, didn't you? Weren't you like zero and three or something? Yeah, I think two years ago, zero and four, and uh, ripped off seven out of eight, went in as the eight seed, won the championship. Um, brag, but uh, it was a pretty good year for me, yeah. All right, so is there any last beef that you guys want to talk about? Any players in the league that you guys want to talk some shit about? Yeah, I think well, I don't think I want to talk some shit on them, but I just want to run through, I just want to do a quick run through of uh, every the remaining team so far this year. Uh, just make a few quick comments about them and then we'll uh, send this home, <laughs> okay. Uh, I guess I'll I'll take your comments. Yeah, I'll take it over, Bruner. Uh, I guess we'll start off with the first matchup. We got Team City versus One Leg. Um, I think City's having a pretty good year this year. Uh, Lamar Jackson's not having an MVP caliber year, but he does have the best wide receiver in the league, Hopkins. Um, 
So I think Den's probably going to win by 30 versus Tyler, who's probably going to be too busy playing with his drone he got on Prime Day. Um, but what do you got to say about that, Christian? Uh, much respect to those guys. Um, Dennis is – you got to respect Dennis's um, – what's the word I'm looking for? Trust in DeAndre Hopkins that he's stuck with him no matter what. He's even been quoted to say he's leaving the league when Hopkins retires. I think another good word would be Dennis's balls. He's got a lot of balls trusting that guy. Yeah, I hear you. Um, I guess moving on to the next one, uh, we got Alien Squad, um, who's Joe Fisher. Still not sure if that kid's a real person or not. Never, never met the guy. No. Uh, versus Joe Bates. Um, I think both of them, Joe Bates is 2-3, and three, and Joe Fisher is 4-1. and one. But I think if COVID didn't happen, they'd both probably be a combined 0-10, and, and we'd probably be um, in their position. 10-0 yeah, probably. Exactly. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think Joe Fisher, he has a good record, but honestly his team's garbage. Um, they've just had good weeks and good matchups. And then Joe Bates, um, I mean, he starts Demir Bird on the Patriots. I mean, what else do you have to say about that? He's rostered in 0.4% of I started at that. He scored 13 points for me last week. Obviously, it didn't help. Yeah, but he almost I, – I, I was upset when I had to drop him, but uh, it had to be done for Brandon Cooks. Yeah. All right, uh, I guess moving on to Kevin, who's probably asleep and going to wake up in a day or two. Um, he thinks his team's really good. Uh, he has, he's been trying to trade Mark Ingram all year. Um, it's getting to the point where I'm about to block him because he's annoying. And then we got Ryan Cav. Um, he's having a great year this year. I mean, I think a lot of people underestimated him this year. Um, including Brendan, who thinks he's hot shit. Um, Can I make that's I, the only comment I want to make yeah. a comment about? Um, that Brendan's been a huge big-headed pussy since the season started and thinks he's a, this unbelievable player because he's had Alvin Kamara for the last couple of years and he thinks that he's just one of the best players ever because, you know, he got lucky with the keeper. No, yeah, and his matchup's next, so we're definitely going to get into that. I do want to say something about that matchup when you get there, Avery. Okay, I got you. But I just want to give another shout-out to one of my zombie bros, uh, Ryan. Uh, he's just blocking out all the hate this year. He's actually putting together a really good team. So I'm excited to see where he goes moving forward. Um, and now we got uh, – who is that? Oh, Brendan. He's 5-0. and um, His team's average as fuck. Um, he's just had good matchups. And then versus our commissioner, who's – I mean, we could have a better one. But, um, yeah, I think it's going to be a good matchup. Um, we'll see how Cam does bouncing back from the COVID. You know, the COVID factor is a big part of this season, as me and Christian both know. So, Matt, you have any uh, comments I, on that? You look at the projections, which you should never go by. But, I mean, looking at them, I think this is the easiest win I have all year just because literally his whole team is out. And he's got Gordon, who just got a DUI. So I think that's an easy win for me. And Brennan's going to be five and one now. Just put it out there. All right. Uh, 
Moving on to the third to last matchup. Uh, we got that bootlicking son of a bitch, Veneri. Um, we already talked about him versus Weezer. Um, I think I think Veneri's probably going to end up pulling this one out just because Devontae Adams is back. But I think that Jordan is surprising a lot of people this year considering he's always garbage and always at the bottom of the standings. But, you know, every squirrel finds a nut every once in a while. So I think that's his year, and he'll be back to the bottom next year. Christian, care to comment? Um, I mean, fantasy's all luck. I say it all the time. He got lucky finally. I think he's taking a shit. <laughs> um, I'm making chicken parm. Valid excuse. All right. Uh, second to last matchup: uh, Smitty versus uh, Jonathan. Uh, John's been actually on a roll the past uh, two weeks. Ever since he got his new truck, um, I think he's been sleeping in it. It's been giving him some good karma. Um, it's actually a really nice car, but I think he's been rubbing it. Yeah, he's been rubbing the shit out of it. But I think Fulgham was a good pickup for him. Um, I think Juju's having a down year, but I think Amari Cooper's going to continue to be pretty good with Andy Dalton since he needs someone to lean on. Um, and shout out to my Smitty. Uh, he's having a pretty solid year, 3-2, uh, and two, but I expect big things out of him this year, especially with Josh Allen at quarterback. Um, you know, I just want to say about John – He's, he's been trying to, to deal Juju. I offered him a pretty good deal for him earlier this year, and he turned it down. At this, at what point do you stop calling it down year for Juju? You just call the one year he had Antonio Brown on his team his ceiling, and he will never do that ever again. You know? I mean, the floor is the ceiling, so. Or the ceiling is the floor. It's one of those. But, um, I don't think that makes sense. I'm quoting MJ. Uncultured. Um, the final matchup of the week, we got my boy Nikki, one of the other members of the zombie gang, um, going up against, um, I just want to put it out there that Dalvin Cook is terrible and he sucks and he's probably the worst keeper in the league. Um, but Paul's having a pretty good year, four and one. He's put together a couple nice two years after being pretty shitty in high school. Um... Uh, I think Nick wins this one comfortably. I think Allen Robinson bounces back. Um, I think the Chiefs game is going to be a shootout and Tyree Kill goes off. So we'll see what happens. I think by shitty, when you're talking about Nick, you meant ass. No, I was talking about Paul and Dalvin Cook. Mm. Paul a few years ago. Now, Nick's having a pretty good year, two and three, you know. Um, yeah, but he definitely used to be ass. Good, good for Nick. Left ass. Paul or Nick? Nick. Nick. Yeah, don't talk about my one of my uh, gang members like that. Come on now. I got you, Nick. Don't worry. All right. So those are all the matchups. And um, any last comments, Koi? I know we're probably trying to wrap this up. If you're still there. Yeah, I just have one comment. Whoever wins... The kicking matchup between Guskowski and Sanders gets a beer on me. 
That's all I gotta say. I appreciate you, Mr. Beef. Yeah, that was great. And okay. I also want to I want to address the other rumors that some some anonymous players have said they've dedicated their season to Mr. Beef and have now zero and five. I'm disappointed. The beef is in the back with those type of comments and not following through. But hey, you can win out, make playoffs, make Mr. Beef proud. Well, I told I told you uh, week three. I mean, not me, but whoever. Uh, made those yeah, comments. Whoever that was. Whoever made those comments. I said this season was dedicated to Mr. Beef. And, you know, we always keep the beef up front here. Um, it's still early in the season. The league's – we're having a down year this year. So, I think – I think if COVID. I win – Yeah, it's COVID factor. Um, so, I think if if I win this week, uh, I think I'm at, I think I'm going to be in a good spot to uh, hit the ground running and go on a roll. Um, so, I still dedicate this season to – Mr. Beef and Beef up front. Um, so I'll keep you guys updated on Twitter. Um, follow me at Hibbert55XXX. Um, but we'll see what happens. And I'm dedicating the rest of this season to Luberderm. We'll talk to you guys next week.